Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Hello, my loves. Welcome back to the Balanced Blonde Podcast, Soul on Fire. Today, I felt like it was the perfect day for a new solo episode, diving all into my spiritual journey because I've been talking about it a lot on Instagram and the blog and different places. You might have seen a recent blog post that I did called my psychic awakening journey and recent spiritual experiences. And ever since posting that about, by the time this comes out, it'll have been about two weeks. Ever since posting it, I've gotten so many messages on Instagram and my email and basically all over the place from people saying, where can we dive deeper into all of this? And where can I learn about Pleiadians and channeling and opening up psychically? And hearing from so many of you who say that you feel similarly and you've had similar experiences or that you haven't exactly had similar experiences, but that you want to. And basically all over the board, you guys have been asking about all this stuff that I love to talk about. So I figured it would be time for an update on my spiritual journey. So if you caught my last spiritual solo episode, I believe it was last May 2019. I looked it up just a few minutes ago and we'll put the link in the show notes. So that was an episode that was all about my spiritual journey, kind of waking up psychically and what all of that looked like for me. So I don't want to harp on any of that too much because a lot of you probably know about that. And if you don't know about it, you can certainly listen to it in that episode. And I'm excited for you to dive into it if all of this, if this whole story and if my podcast and my blog is new to you, then just know that you have that to listen to and some other great stuff because I've talked about it a lot. But definitely an update is in order because a lot has happened since then. So much has happened since then. And I feel like my life is one continuous ball of energy that's like, I'm just envisioning this ball of energy rolling down this hill super fast. And at the bottom of the hill is awakening and healing and energy and all of this amazing stuff. And this ball of energy is basically the spiritual psychic energy. So that's just kind of a little 
visualization um, metaphor for you guys just to see kind of how I've been feeling every day with this psychic awakening, which I keep calling it, but I don't even know what to call it because the truth is I've been psychic the whole time. Just like all of us, we're so intuitive. We're so psychic. I had Marianne DeMarco, my favorite, most incredible, most trusted psychic medium on the podcast last week. So if you haven't heard that, definitely listen to that episode where we talk all about the fact that we're all psychic and we just need to tap into our intuitions in order to really get those messages across. Um, Today though, I wanted to go deeper into a couple things, things that I get questions about all the time. And I'm going to be referring to some of the questions that you guys sent in on Instagram about the Pleiadians, the fifth dimensional beings of consciousness that could be called aliens that I want to talk about with you guys today, as well as angels, ancestors, and spirit guides. And also the third thing that I want to talk about is microdosing. So microdosing psilocybin mushrooms, and I'll just give you my opinion on it and kind of what my journey has been like, because I get questions about it all the time. I happened to mention it on Instagram today, and it seemed like people were going crazy for the info. Like, oh my gosh, tell me more. Because I know it's something that, yes, a lot of people microdose, but maybe they don't talk about it because it's a very personal journey. And a a lot of people don't want to talk about doing psychedelics, which I totally get. And I realize part of why I was put on this earth was to be extremely open about my journey and to share, share, share. And of course, yes, I have boundaries in place for my own life and for my own health. And it's so important to have boundaries. But beyond that, I'm really an open book. And this was a really cool experience because I was talking with, um, a friend of mine who is a medium. She's psychic. She is super talented. And we were talking about the fact that she is not interested in microdosing. She's not interested in doing plant medicine of any kind, whether that be mushrooms or ayahuasca or anything else, because she knows that she's not supposed to see those things and she's not supposed to share those things. She's supposed to be a medium that is very down to earth, that shares things that are kind of easier for people to grasp and not so out there. And hearing her explain herself that way made me realize pretty, pretty clearly that I am meant to be a different kind of teacher and a different kind of podcaster and a different kind of person in the sense that I was meant to go really, really, really deep with these plant medicines and with so many other things so that I could share the details with you guys and you can decide whether or not that's something that you want to try and that you want to get into in your own life. And if nothing else, you can just be entertained by the stories because I realize this kind of stuff is not for everyone. So before we dive into the episode, first wanted to thank you guys for just being open and having an open mind and remaining open for lack of a better word, because I keep using that same word. But I know that some of this stuff can be very out there. And I just want to thank you for being here with me, for listening, for being open to it. 
And then secondly, wanted to just say I'm so excited about the launch of the Balance Blonde digital store that you can now find linked on my website or you can go to the Balance Blonde podia.com, which we'll also link in the show notes to get access to Waking Back Up to Your Soul, my spiritual course that I created for you guys last summer. That is a nine-week audio course that goes deep into all of this stuff, channeling, meditation, Pleiadians, etc. We go deep, 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 and I teach how to channel and how to do all of this awesome stuff. We talk about plant medicine journeys and more. Also, Detox Your Life is on there, my plant-based ebook that's full of salt, oil, sugar-free recipes in a 22-day healing program, and then my Soul on Fire yoga ebook. So you can find all of that on thebalanceblonde.podia.com, or you can find it on my website, thebalanceblonde.com. There's links everywhere. Super excited about it and just wanted to thank those of you who have supported the store so far. And I'm just so happy to have all of my offerings in one place for you guys. And then before we dive into talking about all this awesome stuff, I wanted to thank our sponsor of today's episode, Four Sigmatic. So it is very serendipitous that we're talking about Four Sigmatic in this episode specifically because Four Sigmatic is a brand of functional adaptogenic mushrooms. And no, they are not psychedelic, which we'll be talking about psychedelics in this episode. Four Sigmatic is not psychedelic, but tarot, the founder of Four Sigmatic, who's also been on this podcast, he is an expert in all things mushroom, adaptogens, functional, everything. So I've talked to him about psychedelics. I've learned a lot from him about all different kinds of mushrooms. Um, And I love everything Four Sigmatic is doing. They sell adaptogenic mushrooms, skincare, mushroom coffees, mushroom blends that are basically all different types of products that you could imagine. Superfood blends, hot chocolate, all the delicious things. Um, They have lattes, they have matcha. They've expanded in so many directions now. You can go to foursigmatic.com slash blonde to see what some of my favorite products are and to shop with my discount code blonde, which will get you 15% off of all Four Sigmatic products. Some of my favorites at the moment are their chaga. Chaga has been my favorite for a long time because it's really kind of like dark and roasty. It tastes like coffee, but there's no coffee in it. It's full of adaptogens. It helps you stay alert without giving you those jitters and that crash that coffee gives. I've actually had a little too much coffee today, so I know what that crash feels like and it does not feel good. Um, Four Sigmatic definitely helps ward off those jitters. They have caffeine-free products. They also have products that have coffee in them, but because they're blended with adaptogens, they help make sure that you're not getting that caffeine crash. Currently, I'm loving Four Sigmatic's 10 mushroom blend that is vegan. It's caffeine free. It's full of a bunch of different functional mushrooms like reishi, chaga, cordyceps, lion's mane, shiitake, rose hips, and a bunch of others. Um, I was actually recommended to take it by an herbalist that works with Four Sigmatic when I was asking about what might help me with Lyme disease, 
and with finding some relief from my symptoms with Lyme. So absolutely love Four Sigmatic, love all of their products. You can check them out at foursigmatic.com slash blonde. Use that code blonde for 15% off. Shop around. You'll fall in love. Love their skincare. Love their coffee with lion's mane. Love it all. So thank you Four Sigmatic for supporting the show. And now let's just kind of dive into the topics of this episode. So first of all, just wanted to remind you guys that when I do solo episodes, I pretty much just talk from the heart the whole time. There's no script that I'm reading off of. There's no um, agenda. There's no like notes that I'm looking at. I just talk and I do that for a couple of reasons. One of those is because I just like to feel like I'm hanging out with you guys. And I like when you, when you listen to it and you feel like you're just hanging out with me at home with Hudson. So to set the scene a little bit, I'm in my bed right now. I've been working from bed all day because I had kind of an adventurous day yesterday, yesterday, which we'll talk about. Um, So I'm recording this from bed. I have Hudson, my perfect fluffy cat at my feet. Jonathan's at work. I'm going to be going to yoga after this. Life is good. I've been feeling pretty good lately as far as my Lyme disease symptoms go. I still have a lot of healing to do, but I feel like I'm reaching new milestones with my healing for a lot of different reasons. One of those reasons being waking up spiritually channeling the Pleiadians a little bit more, channeling my angels, my guides, my ancestors, and also microdosing and doing a bunch of different healing things. I also don't want to discredit all the healing work that I've done with my Lyme doctor and treatments that I've done with her and ozone and stem cells and different medications for Lyme, different tinctures, supplements, herbs, on the medical medium diet. He was on this podcast, highly recommend listening to it. So there's just a lot of things that have gone into my healing. And today we're going to focus on the spiritual side of it. So let's get into it. Ever since I was in New York, which was now probably like three weeks ago. And when you guys are listening to this, will maybe be more like a month ago. My spiritual and psychic abilities have been heightened in the best way. And I feel like that's been a long time coming. So if you listen to my last spirituality episode, then you know I had this very awakening experience in Ojai about three years ago with Nicola, my dear friend and shaman, where I saw her face shape shift. She taught me about the Pleiadians. I started researching the Pleiadians all the time watching YouTube videos, watching documentaries. The Pleiadians would visit me in my sleep every night and they don't really do that anymore, mostly because, well, I have some boundaries now and I also live with my husband now and he is much more grounded and earthly than me. So I feel like they don't come around him as much. But the Pleiadians, for people who are who are curious, who maybe have never heard about the Pleiadians. So they are a group of beings from fifth dimensional consciousness. And it's also kind of just turned into a form of spirituality. So 
the Pleiadians are multidimensional beings. You could say they're from the stars, from the Pleiades, which is a group of stars in the sky. So beings that live amongst the stars, which of course we here on Earth would say aliens. But I kind of like to talk about them a little bit less like aliens and a little bit more like beings of light higher dimensional consciousness and just because they're higher dimensional than us doesn't mean they're better than us necessarily but I think that they're more wise in many ways that maybe we as humans are not always the wisest we have a lot to learn so I think our Pleiadian friends and our Pleiadian souls are coming to this earth and they're also communicating with us a lot more to help us because they they basically they want us to live happier more light-filled more love-filled lives um so when i talk to the pleiadians it's not scary they only share positive information with me if you've ever heard of abraham hicks and esther hicks who channels abraham which is similar. It's a group of beings, beings of light. They share high vibrational positive information like the law of attraction and they talk all about love and how important um, friendship and love and all these things here on earth are and basically just living in alignment with our souls. So I talk to the Pleiadians in many different ways, which we will get into. But anyways, Nicola introduced me to the Pleiadians about three years ago. I realized that I was super connected to them, either kind of like a Pleiadian human here on this earth or just a human who's really connected to the Pleiadians. And at the time, it was very frustrating to me because I was opening up spiritually, feeling really psychic, really tapped in, but I also had a lot of blocks Um, tons of blocks and was told by many spiritual teachers of mine that I would just continue to open up slowly and that as I did, um, it would all be happening in divine timing and that if I opened up very quickly and kind of all at once, it would be way too much for my human system to handle and I would either have a mental breakdown, which I feel like I've had several, um, or my health and my body would just break down. So judging off of my past and my history and kind of waking up in this way, those things still happened. I had a full-on body breakdown. And when you talk about and hear about people who have Lyme disease and have chronic illness, many of us, many of us are being called to wake up spiritually, if not all of us. And this is such a cool topic, something my friend Ashley Wood on her podcast called The Line. She has an episode about women who are diagnosed with Lyme, basically all being connected to the Pleiadians. And I could go off on so many tangents right now. So I'll just stay on topic and say that I've been opening up rapidly over the last three years, but it's been slow enough where I've been able to integrate it into my life. And it's not like overnight I was seeing ghosts and seeing people's faces shape shift all the time and talking to the Pleiadians every day. This was definitely not an overnight process. This was a three-year process that is still completely unfolding and I'm still in complete, complete understanding that it's happening. 
in a way that is unfolding in divine timing and that probably three years from now, I will be in a very different place than I am now and probably a lot more connected to my psychic gifts than I am now. Just like now, I'm a lot more connected than I was three years ago. So I feel very grateful for the universe and for my higher self knowing that opening me up way too fast would have just been a shock to my human system in so many ways. And I was already experiencing the breakdown of my health and I was already experiencing it being harder and harder to live in the world as a human amongst so many other humans who don't really believe in fifth dimensional consciousness. Although we know now because of this amazing community and the communities that I've found through the Balanced Blonde, there are so many of us who who think this way. And I've found so many incredible soul friends and soul family. And I know that this is a very safe place to talk about this stuff. But still, in the everyday world, like say I'm at the airport um, flying on an airplane from LA to New York, I still feel like, oh my gosh, I'm surrounded by so many people who, who probably don't have these beliefs. And it can be a little bit hard to be a human who's so sensitive, so sensitive to energies. So over the last three years, as I've been working on healing my body from Lyme and co-infections, I've also opened up spiritually and psychically. And I went from seeing Nicola's face shapeshift to then seeing other shamans' faces shapeshifting. You can hear it in some of my previous episodes, like with Shaman Durek and with a few others. And then I would see sometimes Jonathan's face shapeshift or Hudson my cat and my husband, because of course I'm soul gazing with my husband and my cat. And so they're letting me into their energy. But then it started happening more often with people who were a bit more unassuming about it. Um, Like people who would just walk through my door, like Kenzie Burke, who you'll hear coming on the podcast next week. And Jenna Zoe, who will be on the podcast the week after, where I watched her face shapeshift into a full-on avatar, beautiful watery mermaid type of avatar creature without really knowing even that much about what it meant. But of course, I've done a lot of research now and learned that avatars are super advanced teachers, which makes sense because I feel like Jenna came to this earth as a very advanced teacher of human design and has a lot of avatar energy within her aura. And then Kenzie, who will be on the podcast next week, Kenzie's very Pleiadian. Her eyes are piercing blue. I watched her face turn into galaxies and shapeshift in many ways. Um, Melissa Wood, who was on this podcast a couple weeks ago, she shapeshifted into this beautiful, very maternal, grandmotherly Native American energy. So now, as you can see, clearly I'm meeting a lot of people on my path who are meant to be in my path because I'm very easily seeing them shapeshift in these ways where before that was something I had to work really, really, really hard to to let it happen and to let my energy boundaries down in order to be able to see people's energies in this way. And now it's so beautiful because I've been seeing their aura colors and their energy and kind of just seeing their souls. So this is something that I'll be exploring much deeper. In fact, in the future, I would love to offer this as um, 
as a gift, like readings, the way that I go to psychics for readings and I go to um, Reiki masters to get Reiki done. I would love to offer this gift to really look into people's energies and just let them know what I see, almost like an aura reading or a spirit reading. It could also be very much a past life thing. And once I'm in their energy field, it's like so much information about them comes into my third eye. And it's just something I want to explore much deeper and really hone these skills so that I can use use this gift to help people, but also to just kind of get to know myself better, continue to heal and just continue living in this three-dimensional reality in the most beautiful, most connected, most tapped in way that my soul came here to live. Um, Because as you can probably tell, about three years ago, I wasn't living this way at all. And no wonder my health went through such a radical breakdown uh, because when I went through this radical breakdown, it was just so undeniable to me now looking back that I was living so far out of alignment with my soul, which at the time was very hard to believe because I had created what I felt was my dream life, my dream career, blogging and podcasting and writing about health and wellness and writing books, getting to meet such amazing people in this industry. But of of course, I now see looking back, I was deeply out of alignment with my soul. I had multiple businesses. I had employees. I had business partners. I had overhead. I had a lot of daily pressure and daily stresses. That was very much not how I was meant to be living my life as a reflector in human design and just as as a sensitive being, as a Pleiadian basically on this earth or as someone who connects with the Pleiadians. Um, There's so many different ways to classify it. So the fact that I've started living differently, I mean, I really do things differently now. And this is something I've connected with, with a few other people, with other entrepreneurs who are doing things differently, where my goal is not to, um, to have a bunch of employees and to grow, grow, grow in the way that my business will just become more stressful and take up more time in my life. My actual goal is to enjoy my life every day and to slow down and to spend a lot of time with the people I love and to spend a lot of time in nature, forest bathing, spending time on the beach, grounding into the earth, having less plans being less overcommitted, being more committed to myself, to my heart, to my soul, to my soul space, um, to continue healing my body from Lyme and to, to sleep well and to honestly be as unstressed as possible. So I have really different goals. I live my life really differently than a lot of entrepreneurs. And, um, over time, it's something that I learned. So I'm sharing this with you guys, not to say I have everything figured out, do it like me, live life like me, not at all. I'm saying that it's taken me seven years of having my brand to get to this point where I have it figured out right now for me. And it's always going to be evolving and it's going to be different. It's going to look different for every person's brand, every person's lifestyle. And that's what's so exciting. It's so exciting and I'm excited to really 
kind of hear your thoughts on this and my fellow entrepreneurs out there or people who want to build a business of their own, just know the more you do things your own way, the better it will go for you. And it's really, really exciting. So the shape-shifting, everything has gotten a lot more intense. So if you've heard me on Lacey Phillips' podcast, if you ever listen to her podcast, To Be Magnetic, we did a really fun episode on her podcast and I saw her face shape-shift. I saw um, some different energies that live on her property come into her energy field. And I feel like all these things happened in my path for a reason. In fact, I know they did. Um, so that I could see, okay, okay, this gift is getting stronger. It is becoming more and more a part of the interactions that I have with people. And the more that I embrace this part of myself and this side of myself, the better it will be for my spirit and my soul. And my angels will be happy and my ancestors will be happy. So um So as I was saying, ever since I've been back from New York for the last three or four weeks, these gifts have been a lot stronger and have been just a bigger part of my everyday life. Whereas when I talked to Marianne on the podcast, which if you guys listen to the episode from last week, you'll see I was seeing ghosts in my hotel room and we were really talking very much with my grandmother and my grandfather and my teacher who passed away, my middle school teacher, Miss LeMay, who I love so much. So ever since Marianne kind of really reopened those lines of communication between them and myself, uh, I've just been talking to them every day. And a few different ways that I heighten that are by getting out in nature. So when I'm at the beach, when I'm grounding my feet into the earth, into the sand, I can really hear them so much more clearly. Also, when I'm in water, so either when I'm taking a bath or taking a shower or when I have my feet in the ocean, spirits often communicate very easily through water and they'll also communicate pretty easily through white noise. So if you're ever blow drying your hair or vacuuming or something and it's kind of tuning out all the excess noise and you're hearing white noise, that's a really good time for spiritual messages, angelic messages to come through because we're just not distracted. Also, the middle of the night stuff has been crazy. So like dreams and sleeping and kind of lucid dreaming. And when I wake up in the middle of the night and then I'm kind of in that stage between waking and and dreaming, I will get such clear messages. And I also feel like my dreams have been a lot more of messages and visions than anything else, like visitations and visitations with my, with my soul and with my soul family. So if you guys have ever heard me talk about Tommy on this podcast in episode 32, my dear, dear friend, my first love, who's been through a lot, I will see him a lot in my dreams and we'll be doing things and he'll be completely healthy. And I feel like, well, I know actually it's a message from his higher self and from my higher self that wherever we go 
after this beyond these bodies. Um, Tommy's healthy and he's happy and he's fine, even though he's really struggling here in this lifetime because he's he's a sensitive soul who's been through a lot, who's been afflicted from drugs and depression. But in our dreams, in my dreams, my soul meets with his soul and he's like living on the beach in pure bliss. His soul is so happy. And there have been like ocean metaphors in those dreams where a bunch of my things like fell into the ocean in this dream that I had two nights ago, like money and journals and pens and all this stuff that was really important to me was, was flowing away from me in the ocean, but then really easily it flowed right back to me. And it was just this really interesting metaphor for when we stop pushing and when we stop forcing and we just live in the flow, what's meant for us will always be ours. And these things that were meant for me, they flowed right back to me, even though they entered the tumultuous waters of the ocean. And at first I felt like, oh my gosh, this is chaotic. All this stuff is going to be lost. It came right back to me. And Tommy was there, very beautiful. Um, there's a lot of souls that that enter into my dreams, people who have passed, who who just share messages with me. Um, also, the Pleiadians, they'll visit me in my dreams a lot. So it's different from how I said years ago, they would visit me in my room and do all these like brain upgrades and I could see their glowing bodies in my room. This is a little bit different. This is more like, they come into my consciousness and they come into my dreams, but I have not seen them recently. But I will just say here on the podcast, Pleiadians, I'm open to seeing you visually and I'm getting chills saying that, but I just wanted to put that out there into the universe because I, they're so beautiful and they're, they're fifth dimensional beings of cosmic light. So seeing them visually is not scary the way that you might Im- imagine seeing a ghost or something, not that they're ghosts, but it's it's hard to describe when you're seeing energy and you're seeing light. It's basically just seeing beyond the veil of this universe. Um, another way that I channel and that I get in tune with the Pleiadians and the angels, um, other than the other ways that I've mentioned, being in water, being in nature. Another one of those ways is by microdosing. And um, so to be really open with you guys, I've done a lot of microdosing over the last few years of psilocybin mushrooms. And you should definitely, definitely listen to my episode with Dr. Mike Dow. He is a therapist. He's really well known. He was on episode 100 of 145 of this podcast. And we talk about the subconscious brain and microdosing. Um, he is a best-selling author and he's being trained to work with um, psilocybin and ketamine with um, therapy-assisted kind of dosages of psychedelics. And it's really cool. So that would be a great thing to listen to if you're interested in learning more from a scientific perspective. But I can I can only speak from a personal perspective of experience. So I've been microdosing psilocybin for a couple of years. And then I've also 
um, done ketamine IVs at my doctor's office, which is a very kind of cutting edge treatment for Lyme and depression and rewiring the brain. So people who have been suicidal, people who are in so much physical pain like myself from Lyme that their bodies literally can't even fathom not being in pain anymore. Even when they're healing, that's something that ketamine is used for because it helps rewire the brain and the body to know. So your body can then feel pain-free, which is incredible. And of course, I've done ayahuasca. I have two different ayahuasca episodes you guys can listen to um, on the podcast from last year. But specifically, microdosing psilocybin has been really, really, really mind-altering for me and very healing. Where first of all, it physically takes my pain away, which is incredible. And then it opens my mind to so many things. It literally just like lifts the veil between us and the other realms, reminds me who I am, reminds me who we all are, reminds me that I'm a cosmic being on this earth here to have a human experience, but that I'm connected to so much more than we all are. And just the earth sparkles and the sky is so beautiful. And so when I microdose psilocybin, I love to do it outside. I've had some more darker experiences when I do it inside because I believe the plant medicine is really, it's a teacher to us. It's a teacher to reconnect us with nature and reconnect us to where we came from. So of course, everyone's going to have a different experience. But when I microdose and I stay inside for whatever reason, I've definitely had um, darker experiences. And when I'm outside and I have the sun shining and my feet are planted in the sand and I have the ocean, I can communicate with the ocean and the rocks and the sand and the clouds and the sky and the sun and the moon. And it's much more healing and it's much more mind expansive for me than being inside. That said, everyone's experiences are different. So when I microdosed mushrooms, in Bali a few months ago, I had a really, really dark experience. And I'm sharing this with you guys just to kind of show you that there are so many different experiences that you can have. And it's important to be prepared and to be with a loved one and and do this in a very safe environment. And I had been microdosing for years at this point. So I felt safe, of course, doing this in Bali and my husband was with me. Um, But I had a really dark experience and I think it just was due to the fact that my body was in kind of a stressed out place. I was really tired. I was already feeling really emotional. And so psychedelics are always going to enhance what you're already experiencing. So I was emotional. I was feeling a little negative. I was really missing Hudson. I was really missing home. And so it really just heightened the anxiety that I was already feeling. And I had been suffering from anxiety attacks and panic attacks um, ever since last summer. So because I was on the psychedelic and I probably had drank too much coffee and I was just out of sorts, I had a very severe panic attack with the psilocybin. But again, I 
always believe that the plant knows best. The plant medicine is always going to bring us the experience that we need, especially if we've taken the right dosage, which I took a really small dose. So it's not like I overdosed myself and that's why this happened. It was still a very small dose, but the plant was was bringing me what I needed, which was I was releasing demons. I was throwing up and I was throwing up all of this negativity, like purging the way that you would purge on ayahuasca. And I was throwing up demons and dark energy and Jonathan, God bless my husband who was who was taking care of me and was so sweet to me and was was making the whole thing feel a lot more safe was really was worried about me because I was freaking out and I was saying, "Oh my god, oh my god, Jonathan, I have demons and they're coming out of me and it's so scary." And he was just like, "Whoa, what is going on?" cuz he was having a much more light-filled experience. I ended up just kind of purging for probably over an hour and I calmed myself down, but I knew what I needed and then I laid down in bed and Jonathan really soothed me back into a much more, um, just a much more calm, heart-centered place. And then I saw really beautiful things. So then I took a break from microdosing because I also felt like the plant was telling me, take some time away from, from everything, from psychedelics, from Lyme medications, even from my supplements and just really keep it totally natural with just food, just water, even no coffee, no nothing. So I listened and for several months, I didn't microdose, didn't do anything, didn't even feel called to do it. In fact, when other people wanted to do it with me, other conscious spiritual friends of mine who wanted to have um, an awakening microdosing experience together, I just kept turning it down because it it didn't feel like the right time for me. So finally, it did feel like the right time. It very much felt like the right time yesterday. Um, and I have a friend who makes these beautiful, um, she grows the psilocybin and she gifted it to me. And so I had been saving that, which I was really excited about. And I knew at the perfect time, I would just do a really small amount for a nice little healing experience. So yesterday felt like the perfect day because Pisces season, you guys, has been intense and I've been feeling really, really, really off, Um, really emotional. I've been crying every single day, which is good. It's always good to purge your emotions, but it's been taken to a new level. Like I feel like I've just been shedding so many layers and I've been having a really emotional season. Everything's making me cry, which again is like another spiritual up-leveling. It's another shedding of the layers of Lyme disease and healing and shedding um, fear of stepping into this new phase of my spirituality and psychic abilities and just shedding so much and, and leaving some relationships in the past and just kind of paving the way and opening space for all the newness. So Pisces season, especially around the Pisces new moon was super intense for me. I was tired. My body was experiencing severe pain. And one day, which was yesterday, I knew that, okay, I have an open schedule for a reason. 
I'm going to go to the beach and I'm just going to microdose a small amount of psilocybin and, um, and have a healing experience. And for me, it was, it was extra healing because I've been waiting to do this and telling myself every day in my meditations that the big panic attack that I had in Bali didn't have anything to do with the plant medicine itself. It was more circumstantial. So yesterday was really healing for me to see that, yes, this plant is still such, such a wise, such a supportive, such a healing medicine for me and not something to be afraid of just because of that one incidence of the panic attack that I had. So it was really powerful me for me to, to do this alone and to go into nature and not rely on having Jonathan with me or anything else because I knew that I can trust myself. I know intuitively what the right dosage is for me. And I also intuitively know that I'm happy with or without psychedelics in my life. So I knew if I chose to do it, it was just going to be the experience that I needed. So I started with a really small amount, much smaller than I normally would. And I believe a microdose of psilocybin is about 0.2 grams. Um, So like a full amount that would kind of take you on a full, full trip would be like uh, three grams, I believe, if I'm speaking correctly. I'm really not a numbers person. So 0.2 or 0.3 is is a good microdose. So I decided to take like one fifth of the microdose just in case because I've been feeling really sensitive lately. But then I kind of added upon it as time passed and I would give it about an hour at a time because it takes some time to kick in. So I probably worked my way up to about 0.2. So still really, really low, safe enough to drive, to walk around, be around people and just kind of communed with the earth and grounded into the sand and felt really amazing. I cried. I shed a lot of layers. I listened to music that I love. I journaled. I wrote down a whole plan for healing, which I was calling a um, a life formula for healing that had a lot to do with channeling, writing, less screen time, going on more adventures, going inward, microdosing more, remembering that plants are my medicine and they really speak to me personally. Um, And I just had a really beautiful experience. So I'm super inspired to microdose more often. Uh, the way that I was doing more so last year. And it was really cool because when I saw Marianne in New York, I asked her about this and I, and you'll hear, or I guess the episode's already come out. So you've p- probably heard it by now that I, um, I asked Marianne about this and I said, sometimes I feel like I'm losing touch with reality because I'm so spiritual. I'm so out there. And I wanted to know if my ancestors and my higher self were still interested in me exploring plant medicine. And Marianne confirmed that, yes, yes, that is part of my path. And um, I was getting the panic attacks and feeling really out of touch with reality because I wasn't exploring that path and I wasn't going down that path and I wasn't really allowing it in. So um, allowing it in yesterday was so healing. I was crying tears of joy. I was like scooping up 
uh, ocean water and sand and just feeling so tapped in. And again, it was such a low dose. It was, it, it just feels like this um, alertness from my brain, this very stimulating, beautiful thing. And I, I also want to clarify every time I've ever seen someone's face shape shift, I've never been on a psychedelic during that time. So, um, yet at least. So with or without psychedelics, I believe we can tap into these higher realms of consciousness. So it's really up to you whether you're interested in them or not. But I just wanted to share here because I got a lot of questions about it on Instagram. And I think it's a beautiful option for those of us who have Lyme disease and chronic illness. So if if you've never microdosed before, I would definitely recommend looking into microdosing with assistance of some sort, even um, either by a therapist who's licensed to work with psychedelics or a shaman who's very experienced in working with psychedelics, just so that you have the support you need and just be intuitive with, with it and do what you feel would be supportive to you. So I want to talk a little bit more about some of the messages I've been getting intuitively lately. Before I do, I want to thank our second sponsor for today's episode, Go Macro. So Go Macro is my number one, my favorite vegan protein bar company. I'm really not even a bar person at all. So the fact that I eat Go Macro every day tells you a lot. It's the only food that I ate at my wedding. I've talked about this a few times. I had like three Go Macro bars that day because I could trust that I was going to feel good. They wouldn't bloat me. They would make me feel amazing and they would give me energy. So are you ready for some exciting Go Macro news? They have just released their newest flavor, which is double chocolate with peanut butter chips. And it is so good. It blends peanuts, fair trade vegan chocolate, creamy organic peanut butter, and their very own house-made peanut butter chips. So they also tossed in some chocolate chips, which I love because, you know, I'm a chocolate person. All Go Macro bars are made from simple, high-quality ingredients and are certified organic, vegan, gluten-free, kosher, non-GMO, clean, raw, and soy-free. So you can get your hands on Go Macro's new double chocolate and peanut butter chip macro bar by going to gomacro.com and using the promo code BLONDE for 30% off plus free shipping. So that's B-L-O-N-D-E for 30% off plus free shipping. Basically, their new product is their take on a classic peanut butter cup. So that blend of peanuts, chocolate, it's so good. Um, It's their newest bar. They also have nut-free bars. They have FODMAP-friendly bars. So you can check out all their different flavors at gomacro.com with the code BLONDE, which will get you 30% off plus free shipping. So thank you, GoMacro, for sponsoring love working with these sponsors that I just adore that I use in my daily life anyway. It's it's honestly such a gift and it's so exciting to have them um, supporting the show. So thank you, Go Macro. And I also, while we're here, while we're doing the solo episode, just wanted to talk a little bit more about what some of the messages I've been getting lately are um, from the angels, the guides, and the Pleiadians. 
So one of those messages, this is so funny, but I'm, I feel like I should share it with you now because I think everyone, if you have a grandparent that has passed away or any ancestor that you were close with, or even if you never knew them in this lifetime, they still have love for you. They're still in your lineage. They still probably have messages to share with you. Um, I would love to just kind of encourage you guys to try channeling when you're in the shower or in the bath, because like I said, spirits come to us through water. Um, So when I was in the shower the other day, my grandmother, my mom's mom, my Nana, she popped in really clearly and she was like, Jordan, don't you dare get out of the shower before you wash your face, which was so funny because I was just kind of in a rush I was washing my hair, washing my body, but I wasn't going to wash my face. My skin has been breaking out really terribly lately. I'm kind of going through another lime flare. It's all part of the process. And she so clearly was like, wash your face. Your skin's breaking out. Why would you try to cut corners right now um, with keeping yourself clean? So it was the perfect message I needed to wash my face. And then I got out and I texted my mom because this was her mother who passed away when I was six. So I knew her, but it's been many years since I've experienced her in real life. I was very young when she passed. So I said to my mom, does that sound like something your mom would have said? And she was cracking up and she's like, yes, 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 yes. That sounds just like her. She was always very concerned about my mom washing her face and like making sure my mom's face was clear and was always concerned about that type of hygiene. And also my grandmother has come to me in other ways by telling me to be really careful about carpal tunnel, which is something that my grandmother had, but I never knew that until she told me about it. And then I asked my mom and my mom was like, yeah, she had carpal tunnel. And my grandmother has also come to me to talk about hemorrhoids. So I've had really bad hemorrhoids and and some carpal tunnel symptoms over the last six months. My grandmother had both of those. I never knew about that until she started coming through to tell me to take it seriously and to see a hemorrhoid doctor, and to see a hand doctor, and to be really careful with my my body so that I don't end up in a lot of pain later in life the way she did. So I'm basically sharing that to show you how easy and simple it can be to talk to our ancestors, and that often the messages they have for us are very simple, and they can be verified by people in your life. So you can say to your mom or your dad, or your sibling, like, hey, does that sound like something they would have said in real life? And chances are the answer will be yes. And then when that muscle gets strengthened, which is really nice, because now I feel like because my my mom has helped verify these things that, yes, this is what my grandma was like, and this is how she talked. Now I feel like I hear her voice as clear as day because the muscle has been strengthened and I trust myself. So the very, very first and most important thing when it comes to channeling our ancestors and our angels and our guides and even Pleiadians and otherworldly creatures is to trust. Gotta trust yourself. Gotta have that self-trust. If we don't have trust, then we're we're never going to know that we're channeling and that we're getting this 
higher dimensional information. So before I always just thought it was my own thoughts going wild. Like even if something sounded like it was coming from my grandma or my teacher, Miss LeMay, who passed away a few years ago, I would just always tell myself, it can't be them. It cannot be them. There's no way. And I would convince myself out of it and I would just think that it was my own thoughts. But soon enough, I started trusting and then I would reach out to people um, when it felt right. Like uh, things like, for example, yesterday when I was microdosing, I was thinking of Marianne the whole time, Marianne, who was on my podcast last week. And I was going to reach out to her, but I didn't really end up doing it because I wasn't really on my phone. And then this morning, she's like, hey, Jordan, sweetie thinking of you tons, just wanted to check in. And I'm like, okay, yes, we're so connected. And I was telling her how I was thinking of her. And it's really, it's an energetic thing. Um, Our energy speaks louder than words. Our energy speaks louder than anything else. And our energy is what introduces us before we even walk into a room, before we even turn on a podcast. You can probably feel my energy before you turned on this podcast today, which is probably what what enabled you, what inspired you to turn it on in the first place. And whether you're a dedicated listener who's been listening to The Balance Blonde for years or whether this is somehow your first or your second episode and you just found the podcast, something about the energy of this particular subject inspired you to turn it on. And that's why it really goes to show that yes, our energy introduces us before we even open our mouths. And it's such a cool thing. It's a beautiful thing. I absolutely love energy and working with energy. And it's um, it's energy that has enabled me to get in touch with, with everything from the Pleiadians to my ancestors and beyond. Um, really, the Pleiadians are just energy, just like we here on this earth are just energy. So some of the messages that I've gotten from the Pleiadians lately, and this was something that I shared with my Detox Your Life group, my 22-day healing group who recently finished. Congrats to them on finishing the 22-day SOS free healing program, which you can now purchase and do on your own um, on the Balanced Blonde digital store. I was sharing with them recently that the Pleiadians were encouraging them to look for them with the color blue. So notice if the color blue comes up for you. I'm like laughing right now because again, I'm wearing blue, not on purpose, just the way I was wearing blue the other day when I brought this message to the group. Um, And so many of them were like, oh my God, I'm wearing blue too. How funny, just randomly. And so if you start seeing more blue lately, whether it be in people's eye color or in the clear blue sky, or if you get a new blue crystal, that's really beautiful, something. Just know that the Pleiadians are with you. Their energy is with you. They're guiding you. And now I wasn't sure if I was going to do this, but now I want to. I wanted to make sure, wait and see if I was called to do this or not. I think I'm going to channel the Pleiadians a little bit um, because if you've listened to this whole episode, then you're probably already really open to the Pleiadians and to hearing what they have to say. So I'm just going to close my eyes and get centered for a second and see if they have anything to say to all of us as a group. 
Okay. Uh, sorry, I just had to pause it for a second so that you guys wouldn't have to hear tons of silence. So the Pleiadians that have come through, they have a lot to share. They kind of just want me to talk in succession without, um, without pausing too much to listen and then translate. They want me to just talk. So the first thing they were saying, this is really interesting and I'm trying to figure out why, but I'm just going to put the message out there either way. They're talking about Barney, the TV show. And this is a show that I watched when I was younger and probably a lot of the people listening uh, who doesn't know Barney? Everybody knows Barney. And I'm not sure why they're showing that as a message, but it's either the colors of Barney or kind of like the vibe of whatever that show was all about, which I know was kind of teaching people how to, teaching kids how to communicate and like be in the world and learn and respect their family and their friends and their teachers. So that could be one message that come, that's coming through. It's really interesting because they're showing me Barney super clearly and all these mess, all of these um, memories that I have of watching the show when I was younger and reading the books and like splashing through the mud and all the different songs. And I think it's also, it's a message about tapping back into our inner child. There we go. And oh, I have crazy chills right now because that I think is what they were getting at the whole time such chills, um, tapping back into our child with, I have this really clear memory, like I was saying of like one of those Barney books of splashing through the mud and the book making that sound. Um, cause it was like a picture book that had sounds in it, splashing through the mud. And it was always this really fun experience, this really like auditory experience. And and now they're showing me as an adult doing more of that is good. Like splashing through the mud, literally splashing through the mud, splashing through the ocean, the way that I was on the beach yesterday. They're saying that that type of energy is what they want for all of us right now, collectively, everyone listening to this podcast and ideally everyone on the earth right now, but definitely the people who are waking up to this fifth dimensional consciousness of love to really tap back into our inner child and to know that everything we knew as children was the gift. That was, that was all we ever really needed. And of course we've learned a lot since then, but children know how to live. So if you're listening to this podcast and if you have children, listen to them. They're your teachers. If you're surrounded by nieces and nephews, cousins, friends, children, children, listen to them. Let them guide you. Let them teach you so much. The Pleiadians are showing me images of, of my niece Scarlett and my cousin Sloan and how they have so much to teach us, which is really a beautiful thing. So they're really driving the message home about living like our inner child and how beautiful that is. They're telling me, Jordan, stop thinking so hard. Just, just keep talking, which is so funny because because every time I channel while I'm podcasting, I do think really hard because I'm feel like I'm juggling a couple different things, but they're saying, just keep talking, just live in the flow. When we stop thinking so hard is when all the magic happens. And I have crazy full body tingles right now. They're telling everybody listening, tap into your body, tune into your body. Notice if you have tingles right now in your own body, because if you do, that is the Pleiadians. That's them connecting to you. And that's you connecting to the energy, the spirit of this, this conversation that we're having with them right now. 
they're saying to everybody listening, you can talk to them at any time. They want you to talk to them at any time. They're always there. They're reminding me that everything I say comes from them. They love to remind me that and it's true. They're showing me images of my wedding and oh my gosh, oh my gosh. They're showing me two doves sitting on top of the chuppah at my wedding when so many people um, who are at our wedding told us that there were two doves sitting on top of our chuppah the whole time. And I've been wondering who those were. Was that my grandma? My grandpa, they're kind of saying, the Pleiadians are saying that that was them. Oh my gosh, being there. I could cry right now. At our wedding, uh, sharing the love with us, sharing the fifth dimensional consciousness. And they're saying right now that the love between me and Jonathan is so solid that it was blessed by the Pleiadians and blessed by all of our higher selves, myself and Jonathan and Kelsey, who married us. They're showing me Kelsey and they're showing me Nicola, who was going to marry us, but she couldn't be there. So it all kind of worked out perfectly in the last minute, but they're showing me how all of our higher selves blessed marriage and how Jonathan and I don't have anything to worry about, even if times get tough, because... The marriage has been blessed from a higher place and it was arranged from a higher place this whole time. And and our higher selves have known about it this whole time. Oh my God. And they're showing me that the two doves were actually my higher soul and Jonathan's higher soul. And now I have the craziest chills. This is so intense, you guys. Oh my gosh. Intense in the most beautiful way in that... Um, the doves were like, uh, they were representative of a lot of things of, of the Pleiadians and also of Jonathan and myself, but also of just that higher realm place that embodies a lot of loved ones. That's really beautiful. Um, now I'm kind of asking the Pleiadians in my mind to shift to some collective consciousness info for everybody listening that goes beyond just me and Jonathan. And they're saying that is for everybody and they're laughing because they're saying that I'm trying to steer the conversation, but this is for everybody and they want everybody to know that. But those signs that you see, whether they be like the two doves that that we saw at our wedding or whatever the signs that you that you see, um, which you can ask for them, animals, colors, numbers, words and phrases, songs. Um, to always listen to whatever you see, whatever pops up, because it is always a sign from above. Um, that's why they wanted me to share that story with you. Now I'm just going to ask them finally, before we close out the channeling session, what else they have to say to you guys. Okay, well, they're showing me the image of Huddy at my feet, my cat right now, who's just so happy, so relaxed breathing so calmly, living his best life as he always does. And they're saying that's the way to live life and to honestly, to look at cats and dogs and animals, um, animals and kids for how to live life and that we make things so complicated and it's time to get back to the basics and it's time to just be happy and be in nature and move our bodies and dance and move like a kid. And they're saying, so they're showing me this image of me last night where I was like dancing and moving to this playlist that I made on Spotify, which I will link below in the show notes. Um, 
and how I was crying because there was so much energy moving through me that needed to come through. Um, and this really happened last night. And so they're saying to you guys, they want you to do something similar where they want you to move and shake the energy, like shake it out, let it out, get the energy out into the world. Um, and cry. And if you feel the need to cry, just let yourself get emotional and purge those emotions because it feels good. Okay. So now I'm going to close it out. I'm going to say thank you Pleiadian so much for the messages. I still feel the full body tingles. Thank you to our angels and our guides who opened up this space to share this beautiful healing information with everyone listening. Thank you. Thank you. And I'm going to close off the communication for now so that I can finish the episode from a grounded place. I still have crazy full body chills. Wow. So that was very powerful. It was, I almost want to say it was like a little all over the place, but it wasn't because it was so clear. I feel like they actually kept me really on track because they just shared the important stuff. That was what they had to say. Reminded me and all of us that living like a child, living like the inner child that lives inside of all of us is the way to live. And that laughing, and resting and having fun and breathing easy that these are all, these are the ways. This is what we do. So cool. Okay, so this episode has been really fun. I feel like we hit all the topics that I wanted to hit from a little bit about updates on my spiritual and healing journey, Pleiadians, ancestors, angels, shape-shifting, which is a really cool thing that I'm going to dive into more. Um, psychedelics and then channeling the Pleiadians. What more could we ask for? It was it was such a good wow. I feel like I actually stayed on topic and and spoke about all the different things that I wanted to talk about, which can be hard for me, I will have you know, because I get so excited about each thing. I could talk about psychedelics for hours, I could talk about shape-shifting for hours. I could certainly talk about Pleiadians and then channel Pleiadians for hours. So I'm thankful that this episode came together as it did. And I just want to really thank you guys for for listening and for being open. And if this is kind of like an introduction into spirituality for you, thank you for being open and for keeping this space free of judgment. Um, because honestly, we know when we judge other people, when we judge other things, it's really just a reflection of us judging ourselves. Um, so I want to thank you for not doing that because I have a feeling everybody here is just open and loving. I want to thank you for listening to the podcast, for going on this journey with me. When I started the podcast three years ago, it was certainly a wellness podcast, maybe a little bit about spirituality, but things have so evolved, which has been exciting. And I want to thank you just for, yeah, for listening and for being amazing and for continuing to support the show and all the things. Um, when I shared on my blog a few days ago about my spiritual journey, my psychic journey and waking up spiritually, a lot of you messaged me and said, please, please, please keep doing this. Please don't stop. And I found that really interesting because I was never planning on stopping, but I don't know if maybe it's just because a lot of people reading felt 
like they really related to it and they want more of that on the internet. If that's you, I promise I'm not going to stop. I promise I'm only going to go deeper. And at the beginning of this year, it was really obvious to me that I was feeling really called to go deeper, not just in my own life, but publicly and to share publicly all of this stuff because all of us as a collective are ready to go deeper and ready for the next phase of of waking up and being spiritual and what that means to be living from a heart-centered place all the time and creating from a heart-centered place and to talk about the things that maybe previously were a little bit taboo or a little bit, I don't know, judged. So we're going to talk about all of it. We're going to do it. We are all ready to go super deep. If you're here, we're doing it together. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode. Thank you for being here. Thank you to our sponsors for Sigmatic. You can use the code BLONDE for 15% off of all of their adoptogenic mushrooms and mushroom coffee and skincare and all the things. And thank you to Go Macro, my favorite vegan bar. Congrats to them on their new peanut butter chocolate flavor. That's so good. So, so good. And you can use that code BLONDE for 30% off and for free shipping off of Go Macro. And then if you feel called to rate and review the show, please do so. Send me a screenshot to jordanatthebalanceblonde.com and I will send you my Soul on Fire yoga ebook as a thank you for free. Also check out the new the Balance Blonde Digital Store, which I am so elated about. Head to my website to find that. We'll also put a link in the show notes, which I'm super excited about all of it. So yeah. And last but not least, thank you to our guest, the Pleiadians, the guest of the show today. So it wasn't a total solo episode, which I'm kind of joking about because it was, it was a solo episode and they came through, but I feel like they're always my guests. I'm never alone and none of us are. It's it's really cool. So with that, I will leave you. I hope you um, have an amazing day. I feel like the Pleiadians are saying one last thing and I can't ignore it. Um, And the one last thing that they're saying is that some of you listening, maybe even just like one or two of you or maybe a lot more, they're saying should listen to this episode again because there there are messages that need to go deeper and um, messages that you need to hear again and be reminded of again. And I think they're also talking to me. So good thing that I always listen to my episodes back because I always end up learning something either from my guests or from the channeled experiences or occasionally just from... um, I learn how to improve for next time. So they're telling all of us to re-listen for whatever reason. Do what you wish with that info. Love you guys. Thank you for being here. Have the best day and I'll talk to you soon. Bye.